0: Uh, growing your credibility, your authority, etc, etc. And so if you are listening to this right now, and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur, and you have a budget I'm Travis Chappell, and I chat with some of the world's top business influencers, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs in order to crack the code of networking. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know, and that your relationships ultimately determine the person that you become. So if you want to learn the new way of connecting, if you want to fill your network with quality people and skyrocket your results, then you're in the right place. Because this is the Build Your Network podcast.
1: All right, and now we're going to go into the questions, which you have on your phone. <laughs> Wait, I think he did something wrong.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> There's just no sound on that one?
1: <laughs> Good question. You didn't record sound? <laughs> can't put that in. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh,
0: this is this is a really good first run. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he didn't record sound. Okay, our first guest didn't record sound. Brandon did. Hey Travis, curious as it's not always easy to find what mastermind fits you best. What is the best way really to search for a mastermind today? Thanks. <laughs> You dirty dirty boy. <laughs> what what a plug. Excellent question. Uh, yeah, I wish there Brandon was Straza. I wish there was a tool to help us it would find be awesome masterminds.
0: If there was like a software <laughs> where you could search for masterminds. That was you know? so
1: sly. <laughs> I played that with the best of intentions. <laughs> so uh, so man. Travis, what's a good so, way to find a mastermind for you?
0: So So typically, to answer this question seriously, typically you are correct, Brandon. Like, There's not really much to do. The first time I ever heard the word mastermind was actually I was taking a free online course from John Lee Dumas. It was a free podcast course. And it was back when I was figuring out if I wanted to go down this path. And he mentioned masterminds. He was like, oh, yeah, you should probably hire a coach. and, And like joining a mastermind is good. And I was like, what well, is a mastermind. I thought, it was
1: a, I thought it was the DreamWorks movie the first time I heard it.
0: Yeah, that's what it is. Megamind. Yeah, that's essentially Sorry. essentially what everybody thinks. and or, or you think of like a criminal mastermind. That's like right where your head goes. And if you do a Google search, that's basically what you're going to find. <laughs> this episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. You need, indeed. That's really all. That's really all you can find when you like search for it. So there's not really, there's not really much to do right now about that, uh, except for what I would like. The way that I tell people prior to what Brandon is going to build, and for obviously everybody who doesn't know this, Brandon is in the middle of building a company called the Success Finder, where people will actually be able to go to a search engine and look for masterminds and that are like fully rated from people that are or were members of those groups and the same thing with any live events. <clears throat> so it will be will be a really helpful tool and it's one that I've wished I, I wished existed a long time ago. I remember thinking that when I was searching for a mastermind when I first heard it I was like, man this is impossible to find something. So really the the real answer is find people, find leaders or thought leaders in your space that you want to emulate in some way, like some version of their success that you want to emulate. So for me, the reason that I joined up in a mastermind that John Lee Dumas did was that he was obviously the expert podcaster and I wanted to learn how to become a better podcaster. Um, So I just kind of like monitored his Instagram and just followed his stuff pretty carefully. And then one day saw that he was announcing that he was going to do a weekend mastermind. I was like, okay, cool, that's it. So after that mastermind, I was like, "Well, that seemed to work out. Let me see if I can go find another one." But I didn't really know where to start or where to where to go. And uh, so I just started going to events, live events. And <clears throat> actually, it was John Lee Dumas who brought me to this live event called Thrive, um, which is put out here in Vegas every year. And uh, I think they're going to do it again. I think they're doing it again this year. It was supposed to be it was supposed to be like last week actually. Um, but obviously Corona stopped that. So they, I think are p- postponing it to the fall, but it's a really good event and it's run by a guy named Cole Hatter. And so when I went to, to thrive, I saw that Cole had his own mastermind. And when I looked at what Cole was up to, it was, all, there were, they, he was also successful in some things that I wanted to be successful in. So his main, like his bread and butter was flipping real estate and Man. that's what he'd done for a long time. And then um, not only did he flip real estate, but he also sold real estate trainings from stage. Um, so he he's he's clocked like over three thousand hours on stage now. Um, because he speaks like nine hours that's every up. day on a weekend for like four or five years. So yeah, that's all just three thousand hours. Rookie numbers. So I, I knew that I wanted to speak better. I knew that I wanted to learn a little bit more about real estate and um and real estate investing. Um, and then I knew that I wanted to get into the event space, which obviously he was throwing a really large, successful live event. Um, so all of those things, you know, stacking on each other, it was like, okay, well, that's the next mastermind for me. And not to mention John Lee Dumas is the one that made the intro for me to him. So he was somebody that I trusted that was recommending that he was a good dude. So, um, that, you know, came with a, a big endorsement from JLD. So I was just like, okay, well, this is the next one for me. And then, uh, when I joined the, the mastermind that I'm in now, the, the, um, the hundred million mastermind it was, it was out of the fact, like two, two big things for me was that I wanted to get better at direct response. Um, like basically the entire industry, I just wanted to learn more about it and get better at it. Copywriting emails, um, you know, funnels and like all of that whole world. And a lot of the people that are in that group are just experts and the masters at that, um, that craft. And so that was something that I wanted to emulate in my personal life. Um, not to mention, not to mention there's also some people in there that are really good at raising capital and raising funds uh, for like startups and things like that. And right now I'm in the middle of building this software out. And uh, so I knew that I knew that I knew that I wanted to be able to learn from those types of people and that their success was success that I wanted to emulate in my personal life. And so um, right now, in terms of like discovery, there's not a lot of great things except for just getting in the industry and learning as much as you can from the people that you want to emulate the success. Like I I don't, I don't recommend joining a mastermind just for the sake of joining a mastermind, even though, you know, like for instance, my mastermind that I run is a content-based mastermind. So like if you have zero in- intent, <clears throat> zero inkling of like creating content online, starting a podcast, doing a YouTube channel, like making your Instagram better in some way. Like if you have zero interest in any of that stuff, then you probably shouldn't join my mastermind. Like it's not going to be And you should like,
1: probably start doing those things.
0: Yeah, yeah. Also. <laughs> yeah, and also you should You're do also those probably things. not going to last very you long. You should do those things and you should join my mastermind. But But, but that's what I'm saying is that if you, if don't just, don't just go find the first one that you find and then just say like, sign up just because like, this is one that I found and I respect the leader. It's like, okay, well. In, unless you're willing just to pay that much money to get close to the leader, which in some cases you might be willing to, and in some cases it might be worth it. But the majority of the time, like you want to try to find somebody who is successful in the fields that you are wanting to be successful in, because not only will you learn from their like knowledge base and things, but they also have a network of a bunch of other people who are also successful in that same space that you'll be able to like get connected to.
1: You shouldn't take advice that, from someone you wouldn't trade places with, Espe- like especially in your. Um, or at least in their, in their vertical, you know, you gotta, you gotta make sure you Yeah, you that's a,
0: that's a saying that I've said for a long time, but, um, oh, I didn't know recently, that. <laughs> recently people have been like, well, you know, it's not really that. And so I, I, I agree with <clears throat> what people are saying. So maybe I need to change the way that I say the statement. Do they something. have a
1: podcast studio like this?
0: <laughs> what do you know? That's true. Do, are they sponsored by McAllen? No. Are we sponsored by McAllen?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's two, that's TBD. You know, TBD.
1: So the next <laughs> one doesn't have anything to do with masterminds. Um, but this was a question I know came in yesterday. And it's actually from the guy that left the review. So I'll give him some air time. So Chris uh, asked, you know, there's a lot of people that just started podcasts because we're in lockdown. And uh, he wants to know, should you just send it? Should you go after the people who are the big names who may be a little bit more available now? Or should you still wait to get some under your belt before you reach out to like the the, you know. The top dogs, the, the A-listers, if you will.
0: Yeah, I think normally, uh, normally you should wait until you have a lot more reps under your belt. But yeah, given this current circumstances, a lot of people are just at home and getting used to doing a bunch of stuff virtually. Like I'm speaking at like, I don't know, four or five virtual summits over the course of the next like six weeks, just because everybody was just moving everything from in person to online. And so I think, I think a lot of people are getting really used to that and uh, you might want to take advantage of some people's downtime, especially, especially the more affluent people that are chilling in their like really nice house. Like they don't really have to go anywhere. (laughs) They don't really have to go anywhere. Like they just kind of are sitting there doing nothing, but they still have a bunch of money and they're just kind of enjoying their family during this time. Like they they might want to get on a podcast, and, and they might be might be more might want to get to away from their family and it's going to the true. den to record a podcast might be the perfect way to do <clears> that. The perfect so. excuse, yeah. So yeah, I I think that I think the answer is yes, but also if you are brand new, then you might want to reach out now, but schedule for later. Mm. So if you like just started, I remember I remember when I first started, I I got this guy on, um, it was Patrick but David. And I, I think, I think I was just way too early to, to do it because I, I was shooting for the stars, right. And I was reaching out to people who I really respected, but I just started my show and I got him on because I had mutual connections to him. Like some people that were, that I, that I knew pretty well that were in his like in, uh, inner circle. And I had gotten John Lee Dumas on who I knew they had known each other cause he was just on John's show. And so I got him on, <clears throat> but then when I got the opportunity, I wasn't, I just wasn't good at it yet. So I I think I really blew that initial opportunity to connect with him in a memorable way. Luckily, he's a a good dude and he gave me another shot at it. And I flew out to Dallas and interviewed him in person in his studio the second time and was really well prepared for it. And I think I did well with that one. But the first one, I think I just (laughs) totally screwed up. Like I had tech issues. This is back when I was living in Lancaster and we lived on the outskirts of town. We had just crap internet. We had um, satellite internet. So like the, the uh, connection was totally unreliable. So what I, what I was doing, what what I did back then to like mitigate that is I did all of my interviews, only audio. I didn't ever do video. So when Patrick came on, because he's such like a, you know, somebody that I respected a lot and, and, and had a, a really good name in the industry. Um, <clears throat> when he came, when he came on, he automatically assumed that we were doing video as well. Right. And I wasn't a strong enough interviewer or host to be like, Hey man, uh, I don't do video because of XYZ. I was just kind of like rolling with the punches. Cause I didn't want to like disrupt any sort of positive energy that was happening. You know what I'm right. saying? So I just like kind of let it happen. And so what happened was I, when I was speaking to my microphone, the feedback coming in through my headphones was like a half a second behind. So everything that I would say, I would hear myself say it like a half a second after I would say right. it. It was totally messing with me, but I didn't know what to do because I was in the middle of the interview. So all I did was like pull one headphone off of my ear like that so that I could actually hear myself say it audibly without hearing the like echo. But I had to keep my headphones on so that I could hear what he was saying. It was just a total nightmare. So like a bunch of tech issues happened. We started the interview late. Like I didn't feel like I was on my game as an interviewer because I was so focused on just trying to get a question out without hearing myself say it to myself. Like just so many things that went wrong on that. Um and so I, I just think I just I just wasn't experienced enough as an interviewer like in my ability to ask questions, but also like to just take care of a tech issue that went right. wrong that I just yeah. I, I'd, I'd only done like ten interviews up to that point, so I didn't know what to do. So yeah. I, I think sometimes you can get yourself into a a a bad situation if you try to jump the gun and and do things before you are ready to to actually do them. so. Um, but that being said, I think the answer is still, yes, I think you should be doing a lot of reach out during this time. Cause people are home in front of their computers, like a lot more responsive than they probably right. typically are. Um, but just set the interview out for like July or August or whatever, like unless you're listening out, to this in it. July, in which case, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Then that's just so. wait an appropriate amount of time. Get some interviews under your belt, get right. like work through some of those tech issues that may or may not happen early on. Like you just want, if you, if you're bringing a big name on, the last thing you want to do is blow the opportunity because if you do well with the opportunity, then that's when they're like, Oh, Hey, I have a friend that I can introduce you to that would be a great fit for your show.
1: If you blow it, they go to the next man going, Oh my God, I just did an interview with the worst, the worst guy ever. Oh, I thought you were muting me. I literally <laughs> thought you were <laughs> going to go across. <laughs> Sorry uh, for talking. Okay.
0: yeah Okay. <laughs> no, that would be more of a, <laughs> get out of here
1: sorry. sorry travis's butler keeps walking in and out. it's <laughs> super distracting <laughs> um are you done cleaning the yacht or what um
0: so anyway um i'll leave it alone that's a pass uh that's it um bam yeah, so um i think i think that's actually it for today you <laughs> um, think of a good like questions. outro segment yeah because literally good. every single one's like Okay, we're done. Skyman. Well, that's it for today's show. If you want more advanced networking strategies as well as an instant network upgrade, then consider partnering with my BYN Inner Circle Mastermind. There are already dozens of high-quality entrepreneurs in the group. There's dozens of video lessons on networking. There's monthly calls. There's accountability crews and more, all for the low investment of just 99 bucks a month. So head over to byninnercircle.com to jump in. That's byn innercircle.com. Thanks so much for joining us on today's show. See you next time. Remember to leave every relationship better than you found it.